is because hey guys it's josh and we're back for another episode of the not so bad bachelor pad this is a special episode even though we're in a pandemic we've left the borders and we are sailing over the blue sea right now um i'm gonna turn it over to my guest and let her introduce herself real Hi everyone, my name is Eva. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Love it. Of course. <laughs> I'm a fourth generation tarot reader, psychic, and I live in Australia, Melbourne. Actually, I've been here for the past seven years. I grew up in Greece. And yeah, my whole family has been tarot readers for generations. My grandpa had a, an occult shop here in Melbourne. He was a spell worker of gypsy heritage. And I guess I took a bit after him. I mean, that's amazing um, to learn that you've been like this is this runs in your blood. This is your like your family's like legacy. I don't. I've never even thought of that before. I mean, I, I it makes sense that like because people have like family businesses, so like why is tarot any different from that? Definitely, um, but also I think like spirituality runs a lot in the families, and it's something that. You know, when you're growing up, a lot of people can shut it down for you, even if you're spiritual as a teenager or a child. If your parents don't believe in that, they shut it down. But there are some others that just nourish that. I started to have a conversation with like a lot of the people in my group is that anybody who is different than the norm, exclude or like shun instead of embracing it. And so yeah. I think that's amazing that like, that's just been in your family and you guys and you you all have you know answered the call um because i know this helps a lot so many people so many people have to come to you guys over the years yes yes they did i know you guys don't want to just hear us like chat back and forth all day so <laughs> we're, we'll get into some uh more interesting topics now first off we've all seen like we've all seen like tarot like readings on like tv shows and movies before but really, like, if you had to explain what tarot is to, to us, to me, because I'm not fully aware of it myself, what would you say it is? That's such an interesting question, actually. And not many people ask that. Even people that come to me for readings and they never gotten one before. <clears throat> I'm sorry, they never ask that question. They think, because of pop culture and misinformation, they think that it is a yes or no game. Like I'm just gonna pull some cards and say yes or no, or that I can tell you how many children you're gonna have in 30 years, or how the person you're gonna marry in 20 looks like, which is completely a lie. First of all, it's not, it's not a yes or no game. I can't tell you about things that is so forward in the future. Tarot cards are a tool. In my opinion, there's just been a big wave of people becoming more spiritual and aware of the energy of the universe. I'm not gonna get married to my boyfriend next year. I asked them to ask something more open-ended, like what can I do to make my partner want to marry me? If that makes okay, sense. yes. Like, and you know, sometimes you might get bad cards, for example, but this is on the path you are right now. It's just an indication. It's not the end of the world. Tara is not gonna say this is it or nothing. Because a lot of people make it sound like you can't change what comes up and you know they get scared of course they get scared because you might see something like a breakup and you don't want to break up with this person but after this you know you have so much happiness in everything. that's 
I mean, like I said, that was helpful in itself because a lot of the times you would think to be like as specific as possible because I, I feel like it's always treated like it's a genie's wish. Like you ask the question, the most specific question to like make your wish come true. But, but like I said, like, like you were saying, um, having it so asking a more open-ended question and making it more personal so that you're the one taking the action, not like the action is being done around you because this is your life. So you have to be an active part of it. Makes so much sense. 100%, yes. Oh there's, there's a lot, like I said, misinformation, but also a lot of fear when it comes to it. And when you said you have to be um, open-ended, of course, but no, not too open-ended. Right, right. And too specific. For example, like one of my first experiences with tarot was when I was around 12 or 13, and I went to my auntie that was doing tarot, and I said, can you do my cards and tell me if I'm going to do good in my exam? And she took the cards, she said yes, and I did do good, but it wasn't good enough for me, if that makes sense. Like, it was an absolutely awesome grade, but it didn't reflect what I wanted to get. So, you know, that's a fine oh. line as well. Right, like, it's it's like it's relative. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, because so many times, you know, like, I, I'm pretty sure somebody else in your class probably would have been ecstatic to get the grade you got. Yes, exactly. It wasn't bad. It was like 17 out of 20. It was just not enough for me. Oh, oh my goodness. Most of my <laughs> class would have been ecstatic to get that grade. <laughs> no, thank you for, like I said, kind of giving us this wheelhouse, like not wheelhouse, but a uh, lens onto all the myths of, of Tara, I should say, because there are many. And uh, I agree that so because they always like, like act like it's part of the quote unquote dark arts or this mm. mysterious you know this mysterious mysterious yes. shady power but you consult and you ask in order to move forward like for me when clients come to me i always say don't ask i'm sorry guys it's spring is just happening here so everybody's coming out of hibernation and they're trying to get some outside so you might hear a couple dogs in the background i think my neighbors are grilling out downstairs so they might be getting excited um it's crazy you're on the other side of the world and I'm here like it's raining and it's so dark because it's autumn. Um, I'm going to ask a different question because there are a lot of other um, practices that I feel like deal with the quote unquote unknown or the mysterious like astrology or numerology like that tarot is similar to any of those or is it completely different in its own right? Okay, so astrology can stand by its own you know you can read your natal chart and everything but I wouldn't call it a problem but for some it might be with astrology you get a very vague idea sometimes about timing and the future for example my mom there's a lot of uh, natal charts and she always tells people to pay attention to everything about health for example if you like vitamin E it's probably going to be check that out um, but with tarot you can't have tarot without numerology or astrology because all of this is in the tarot you have numbers you have um, for example the four suits the pentacles the wands the swords and the cups represent fire water air all the elements from astrology as well 
And then the major arcana, not all the cards, but most of the cards in major arcana represent um, an astrological sign as well. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. For example, I'm a Virgo. My card, uh, my zodiac sign, I should say, is represented by the Hermit. Libras are represented by Justice. Makes sense. Well, okay. So, so, so question. I was like, I'm a Capricorn. What what would my card be? Or do you know that? I'm not sure because I haven't worked with a lot of Capricorns actually. But let me check. I can check. I mean, guys. I mean, I'm excited now. I'm so like. <laughs> I love Capricorns, by the way. I didn't have many in my life, but slowly they're starting to come in. I was like, you just earned a new Capricorn in your life, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your card is the devil. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad. See, a lot of people see when I do their cards, they see the death or they see the devil. The devil is mainly about addiction and the earthly pleasures of life. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, and death, they see that and they're like, "Am I gonna die?" I'm like, "No." It's actually such a pleasant card for me because it signifies a lot of change. Which is which is a good thing. So. Like you were talking about, there's so much, like people are so afraid of these cards because some of them, or because of the depiction on the card is like so scary sometimes or like dark. But I'm glad that you are letting us know that the image doesn't necessarily correlate to the meaning. No, um, 100% no. But it's, it's how, so a lot of people can go and buy a tarot deck and, you know, um, learn what each card means and everything, but it takes a lot, a lot of time to be able to intuitively read and see how cards relate to each other. Because if you can just read one card by one and you are not able to connect them, you're not really going to get an, you know, an actual reading. You're just going to have spare bits and pieces of information about the question you asked. Like some cards might mean something different when they're next to each other when you have some travel cards, for example, cards that signify travel or pregnancy or things like this. So it's, it's a, it's a lot to learn. And I, I have a couple other friends who like, are we're all like, we're starting to get into like astrology, tarot and stuff. And so I, I've been like slowly learning, trying to learn like the meanings of cards, but like you were saying, I was like connecting them sometimes is the hard part yes. especially like when when you're new to this like a not like a novice um i was like I, not knowing all the what the cards mean and then like you have like the major and minor there are just so there are so many like terms and stuff that i feel like lost about when i'm when i'm practicing i would i would recommend just get the classic guitar deck the right away and <clears throat> even if you can't remember the meaning of a card the pictures are so clear yeah For example do you remember the five of cups? Some of these things are so intuitive, but we, we kind of just get in our head and we try to put too much meaning into it or we're like hypercritical mm -hmm. of every single piece of it. And that's why we go to a professional because they're like, hey, like relax. It's like- Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> like it was like, like you, you saw that you like saw a death card. Like, like you said, no, you're not actually gonna die. Like it just means sim like it's symbolic of change. So like something like a phase might be ending or beginning in your life so to speak you see a man crying over spilled cups well he still has two full behind his back 
So it's basically telling you to stop focusing on the bad in your life because right. you have bad opportunities, but you just don't have your eyes open. So I'm I'm so excited. Uh, this is all, like I've never met anybody who who's who's done this before, and so I've always wanted to like get a reading or like learn more because it's always just been so fascinating to me. So like this whole time, I'm gonna try to stay composed, but I'm probably gonna be giddier than like all get out um, because I'm just, I love to learn. I love to learn. And this is something I'm passionate about. Um, so like, we're not even close to done, but I'm just gonna say thank you now because like I said, I'm just, I'm having a good time. Thank you for having me. I'm having a great time too. I love talking about these things. I, I can't help but imagine how many people come to you for relationship advice um i feel like or or maybe not a lot a lot okay <laughs> i was like it's one of my most so i would say i have probably three or four mm, different like readings like you know subjects that i'm focusing on because of clients and definitely um relationship advice is Okay, so we have relationships with there. Like, um, can you give me like what the other ones are? Like, uh, I feel mm -hmm. so mainly they come to me for relationship advice. I've had a lot of people contact me privately for spirit guide readings or connecting to a loved one that's passed away, like messages from the other side. And yeah, I think that's the main ones. There's a lot of people that come as well for business advice but very general if that makes sense yeah it's something targeted specifically at a business problem meaning like is my business going to be good next year you know, what should i do to make it better but with relationships yes definitely and it's not when i started doing it i was uh, 14 not professionally but for friends right. you know, they say does this boy like me what should i do and um as i was growing up and i've shop online to do it on etsy because during the pandemic i was like i was drinking you know face to face what am i gonna do now i miss it might as well just do it online yeah i had older people coming to me people in their 60s asking about their marriage and is it good and is their partner who they think they are and um i've had people in their 40s saying my fiance left me um, should i wait or should i just move on what's the better option i feel like matters of the heart are always something that people go to such extreme lengths for because everybody wants to find love and they want to they, once they have it they want to keep it so i could see being a 14 year old being like does like little susie down the street like like me or being married for yeah. 30 40 years and be like is our life really as good as it like it's going to be like because relationships yeah. are hard so it, and we ha we fill ourselves with so much doubt, um, and we we're, we overthink everything. So um, I know people turn to all types of avenues just to get the slightest glimmer of like confirmation or you know that they should or shouldn't do something. You wouldn't also believe how many people have turned down <clears throat> due to this because I always tell my clients if something major happens in your life, for example, a breakup you know you find your partner cheating on you you should wait at least a week before you come wait a week if you can't wait a week five days you know because you first of all you might not be ready to hear what i have to say 
because I don't control what I have to say. If he's actually cheating on you, I have to tell you, I can't lie to you. And yeah, I've lost a lot of people from that because they come to me all crazed up. There was this um, girl that messaged me on Facebook one day and she found me from a group. And first of all, she says, I want a free reading. And I'm like, oh, look, I don't really offer them right now. Because, you know, sometimes when you're in a group, you'll exchange readings right. with someone. But uh, if you have a budget, I'm more than happy to accommodate that. You know, if you have $10, I'll do something for you for $10. And eventually, she ended up telling me that she wanted me to tell her if she should get an abortion or not. Because she didn't know if her boyfriend was truthful. And I was like, we mm, maybe you should decide that for yourself because you shouldn't have to put any reader to make choices on your body. Right. You know, you. I was like, I, yeah, I'm that's... gonna read if actual readers, not gonna read for health. Yeah. I, I was like, cause that was like once again, I was like, that's that's like going to you know just a random person be like, hey, perform surgery on me, like. Having somebody else's life, like like deciding a, the value or of a life, is not something that that you have to decide. You know, like I said, your body, your baby, like your choice. Not let's leave it up to the cards or the stars or like wherever you're you're looking for. You know, but yes. I I, I mean, can. If it was me, or if it was my sister, you know, I would do it to see if the guy's truthful towards her and if he's gonna stick around but not i can't do it for someone that i don't know how they're gonna take it if that guy's not i'm not gonna put a life two lives in basically which is understandable like i i couldn't i couldn't imagine doing that or just reading that message um like was this recently or like were you like younger like like yeah like three three weeks ago tops one month okay i thought i was like especially like like if you're just starting like into into the field and like this is like yeah. the, the first like one of the first clients I was like I'd be like no I no like I like I've worked in my job for almost two years and still some things happen it's like I I no don't ask me to do this like let's go get somebody who's more experienced because yes. this is your life here even tirades that have been reading for you know 40 50 years my auntie you know if if she went to her She'd kick her out the door for sure. She'd yeah. be like, no, you need to make that decision for yourself. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, that, like, completely threw me. Like, I, I had a question lined up and everything that I was going to ask. And I'm I was like, sorry. no, you're fine. Like, that was, that was, that was great. Um, that's real. Um, because that's something I never would have thought to ask you. Um, mm. Like, what was your, like, wildest reading or the, the wildest thing somebody's tried to ask you to divine? Well, that was not the wildest reading because I didn't perform one. But I can tell you about my wildest reading. I, well, I mean, since we're here, we might as well just take a minute and have some story time. So I have um, this Greek-Turkish deck that I was um, gifted when I was younger. And that's the one people in Greece mainly read about, read with, mm -hmm. sorry. And um, it's nothing like... Right away, tarot. It's different, and I offer a reading with this one, and the spread is massive. It's massive. It takes me about two hours and something to perform and write everything down. And um, someone booked this from my Etsy when I just opened my shop, and I was like, oh, and it was like, 
how do I say that without being in person? What should I say in order to not offend her? And I found a way, I was very polite and very, very subtle, but then she never replied back. Like, she got her reading and that's it. <laughs> I mean, once, I mean, like, really, what would you say after that, you know? Um, yeah. Like, you no, know she's real evil. <laughs> I was like, you're like, especially like, uh, I mean, I guess she was doing it for herself, but if they had gotten like a cup, a couple's reading, like they both came in for that, that be that probably like I'm I'm glad was this like this was during the vir virtual time, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I cause like I couldn't imagine that being have been uh, an in person reading like that. <laughs> I'm like um I'm just gonna excuse myself for a minute. I'll let you talk amongst yourselves and uh I'll, I'll, I'll just let me know when you're done. Yep, I'm just gonna go out for grab a quick drink yeah. and like in five minutes it comes back no one's there. Here here's some tissues, a pillow, and um I'm going to uh... card from a therapist if you need it. <laughs> uh, they're really good. Here's who I use. Um I they'll take care of all your needs, yeah, yeah. Um No, but it's 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 mad. Like some people I mean, I guess when you want to know, you want to know, but they they really reach for it sometimes. Yes, they do. And to be fair, I know a lot of tarot readers that don't read for themselves. I don't read for myself. I go to someone else and pay them for my readings because I know if I do a reading for myself, I'll see the worst in it and I'll be very biased and yeah. I will be depressed. But when I go to this other person, she's actually in Greece. Imagine, like... Overseas tarot reading. Um, she does my cards and she calms me as well. Because she, I see the cards. I know what they mean. But when you have someone else explain them for you, mm -hmm. better. Plus, I've never ever read for my own relationships. Yeah. I don't ask the cards for my own relationships because I feel like I would be very biased. And I think that's a good thing, you know. Um for multiple reasons like sometimes people don't trust themselves you know um like i don't know how hard it would be to like you know influence the deck but i could also see how me being who i am i'd probably see the more negative sides of the cards um like you were saying and just think the worst of the situation which could potentially be not that bad or like actually a good thing you know See, when you read it for someone else, you tend to be very impartial because you don't know them. Exactly. You don't know what they in their life. You can't really judge from what they say. And if you judge, you shouldn't do that. That's not your job. Yeah. You're not there to judge. You're there to guide them. You're there to do them a service and help them. Because I've heard a lot of people that say, oh, I went to this star reader and she told me to break up with my boyfriend for whatever reason because we had a fight. I'm like, wait a second. Like, why? Just because you had a fight, what if that fight was to make you better as a couple? Did she say that? Did she say it was something negative? You know, they just judge us people and not as professionals. That makes sense. It does. And um, I, that's almost how it is or should be in every field. It's like, I'm here to present you with information to help you. How you take that information and what you do with it is your choice. That's you know? so true. So true. I mean, that's like what I do here on the show is I tell people, I'm not the know-all, end-all. All I do is give you information, give you choice, tell you my perspective, 
and then you take everything that you've learned and heard today and absorb it however you you need to you know um so i i totally get that it's it's different but it's the same you know um so you've been that's what i was gonna that's okay i remember what i was gonna ask you um it goes back to the the lady uh and the the double affair yes or no or not not that before it's the people always asking for free stuff like people love free stuff i love Mm -hmm. free stuff but also i love supporting my community and my friends and my family so and i did that reading for that lady and for another reading that she booked because she did two or three i had to ask um you know her age and her hair color so i can choose the card that represents her basically and i saw that she was cheating on her husband and her husband was cheating on her but none of them knew i was like the fact that she just asked for something free instead of even trying to barter for your service also blows me away see that's the thing i talk about a lot on my instagram account i think i put a little video up for that because i've had family members that basically forgot about me since i left greece mm-hmm. and now teaching me for readings free readings i will only offer <clears throat> free readings if you were there with me on my journey and you let me experiment on you when i was young yeah. for example my best best friends from greece even if they wanted to pay me i wouldn't let them because it's not right for me i won't take money from immediate family like my sister or my brother or my mom even though my mom actually supported my shop and bought something and you know very nice of her yeah um won't take money from my boyfriend you know because it's something that benefits us both to know that he's doing okay and he's you know taking all that information if you don't have enough funds and you do want a free reading or something you can come to me and say I'm in desperate need of guidance. This and this and this has happened. Um, I don't have enough money, but I can age. You know, I can um, I can recommend you to my friends. This is something. You know, at least offer something in return. It's up to me to decide if you really need it or not. And I. I, I can get and appreciate that. Um, like a lot of the times I was always the friend who like gave out the advice and everybody always like wanted to come to me, but they like never tried to compensate me. And I was like, yeah. I didn't mind it because like I said, we were, we were friends, but if one of their friends like reached out and like, Hey, can you give me some advice or can you help me with this? Like I also used to have, I used to be the breakup guy. If you were like, ready to end things, but you couldn't do it yourself. I was like, I, I would break up with your partner for you. Um, okay, that's cool. That's hard. It, it, you know, but I was like, you know what? I was like, I get it. Well, it started because I had, I knew some people who weren't in the best situations and I was like, I get you. But, Being afraid to do this. Or if you, even if you just needed somebody to be there as you did it, I could do that. I was like, I'll facilitate this breakup. And it'll be amicable for both sides. People were like, well, I heard you did this for so-and-so. Can you do it for me? And I was like, well, yeah. Like, just it's 20, like 20 bucks or like whatever. And they're like, oh, I have to pay you? Well, they didn't pay you. And I was like, I've also known this person for 10 years. And they let me sleep on their couch when I didn't have a couch to sleep on, you know? 
So I was like, I, see, that's I, the thing. You, you can always see when someone is thankful for what you do and how they approach you with a request. You need to be, you know, nice and thankful and just ask for things nicely. I, I can't imagine that you went, that's pretty bad. Because you know you're being used for your service. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, once again, I was like, I, I know that's how people are, you know? I was like, they try to get at least here, you know, they try to get the most out of you and then like, all right, thanks. See you never. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, no, I still have to protect my energy and my mental state. I was like, do you think I like going around like always being the one to like give an ear? Sometimes I need to vent or get clarity. Like you said, I was like, I don't go to myself for advice all the time um, mm-hmm. because I'm biased by my own viewpoint. Um, so I was like, I, I could need a friend to talk to. So I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I'm about here. to say, I'm here for you, anything you need. But, but knowing, but that's like the type of like relationship we would build is because like I said, I love what you're doing. Um, so I would, I would, I would support your business. I would buy things from your shop. I would come whenever like I was uncertain and I needed a reading. I would come to you. Um, cause it's all about trust. Um, yes. and that's something that goes to any relationship you're in. Um, cause we all take things from anybody we're in a relationship with, like whether that's friendship, whether that's affection and intimacy, or if you have a good that's tangible, we all, we all, we all use these things, but just don't be that, that be the sole reason that you you go to somebody. Yes, yeah. 100%. And it's, it's good to just put your money where your mouth is, if that makes sense. Like if you say, I'm such a good friend with this person, um, I supported them. No, you didn't. I'm not saying buy my things if you don't have enough money. But when I see, I've, I've cut off a lot of people since I started my business because I would see them going out and buying Gucci and Chanel paying hundreds and thousands of dollars for brands, but they wouldn't even share my page. It's not about buying, not many people want, not everyone wants to get a tarot but at least, you know, support brands. Right. Make a call, you know. And I was like, I was like, intention goes so far as well, because um, like, if you can go out every weekend and buy like bottles or new purses, outfits, go on 17 vacations in a year, you can come in and like buy it like a, a, a maybe like a, like a deck of cards or like, I like, I sell like cups too. I was like, like, you know, just like, no matter what it is, just like, or, or like when you go out and do these things or you hear friends say, well, oh, I'm looking for somebody who does this, like recommend me to your friend, like, you know, who wants, who needs a reading, who needs that guidance, because th- that helps me, you know, maybe not directly, but indirectly, you're, you're helping my business, you're helping my brand. Yes, I feel like that's the most important, because it's word of mouth in that time where everyone is doing everything, like, you know, even if you are making something very specific, like with mushrooms on them, come out and Someone else is going to be making that too, unfortunately. So it's a word of mouth. You have to go out there and talk about it and advertise yourself. But if you just just yourself and no one else is helping, it's not going to happen. And what you said about friendships, every single relationship in this world is give and take. 
You can't have a friendship without give and take. You can't have a family, a good family relationship. I agree. I agree. See, we're already we're already on the same wavelength right now. I love it. Um, so we t we 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 talked about this a little bit, but I'm gonna ask you if there are some some other big myths around tarot that we should debunk today um, while we have everybody's ear. Or an actual, you know, romantic relationship without give and take. Let me start saying that the day I got dragged down for speaking up about scammers in tarot. Mm. Oh, like I'm, I'm already here for it. Like, like... So basically, <clears throat> there are a lot of people that will reach out to you and say, I did a reading for you, whatever, and I saw that someone put a curse on you. First of all, credible readers will not ever reach out to your inbox. You might see us under comments advertising ourselves or saying, um, you know, an ad, a sponsored ad, but we will never ever send you a private message to your inbox. Um, next, you might get an actual reader that you went to saying the same thing. You got a curse on you. I need to do some spell work. $2,000, you'll be fine. Excuse me, where did those $2,000 come from? And those are big, big scammers and they prey on a lot of people that are going through grief or, you know, depression and hard times. And they say, you are depressed because of this. I can help you. Or your person on the other side that I just communicated with is um, not well. But I can help him if you pay me. A lot of psychics as well that you go to to speak with a loved one. And I know a lot of people that went to one. Multiple, I should say. And not a single time a psychic has told them that that person didn't come through which is a lie. Like, spirits are not always going to be there. They're not always going to come out for you. Right. you know? And it's, it's that whole thing that makes actual people like us not get, not enough work, but, you know, some people are more skeptical than others because they've been scammed before or because they heard about that. And, yeah, I was uh, basically got dragged down for speaking up about this. But also... Another myth is that Tower is going to solve all your problems. It's not. Because you are your own person and you can decide for yourself. It's just there to help you make the best decisions and show you insight about the past, the present and the future on things that you don't know. But it's also a lot of people that say, oh, it doesn't work. Well, if it doesn't work, you can come to me. What's the most you can lose? Like $10, $20? Exactly. And like we were saying, it's like, if I give you this information, it's not to send you out to do it A, B, and C. It's for you to take it in and be like, okay, what does this mean? How does this relate to me? Like, cause you should, if you're coming and asking a question, you should have an inkling on some suspicions or things that it, that, that you that the reader is telling you as they come about. It's actually very funny because I went to um, a tarot reader. I saw, I was doing my research before I opened up my shop. And this uh, person was offering very cheap readings on Etsy. And I asked her, I was like, 
hey, I just want to know if I'm going to get into my master's degree that I applied for. Four days went by, and she replied after four or five days. And I kid you not, the message was yes. That's, that was the whole message. She just answered me yes. I paid someone to just tell me yes. <laughs> I mean, the goal of some people, I'm just like, well, like, are you, are you tell me why it's yes? Like, how, how do you how do you know it's yes? I mean, did, did you like, did you, you, did you do a reading or did you just flip the coin? Because even if I read for people that never had an experience before, I will send them their cards to ease their mind. I'm not making all of this up. Yeah. It's there. Look it up yourself. It's there. But I just put it together for you. That's what you're paying. That that goes to once again almost anything you you go to spend money on um, or like going back in school, your teachers like show your work, you know, so I know how you got here and you didn't just cheat or just make something up. Yes. And so I was like, even if your work doesn't always make sense, like seeing your process on, on how you do it gives, at least personally, I think it gives me the comfort to know like, okay, you try like this person actually did put some thought into helping me in this, on this, this issue I was having. Yes, 100%. I always give advice as well in the end. Like, if I see that this person is very closed off in their home and that is making them feel bad, I'll be like, hey, how about you take a walk in nature? Book a weekend trip away. Just get out of your house and breathe. Do something. That's amazing. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, I got a couple more questions for you, and I'm eager to learn more about tarot. This is for me and everybody else. If there are people who have an interest in getting readings or starting on a tarot journey, like, do you have any advice for for them? I know you were talking about like getting like the classic deck mm -hmm. um, earlier, but is there anything else that people should be weary of, or like you wish? Well, I mean, you came from a family of readers, so you probably grew up a little more like comfortable or like knowledgeable about certain things so for me like i said the first thing is to get a deck that clearly shows the pictures that you can understand and you know even if you don't remember um, a meaning like we said you make it up by seeing the picture because i see a lot of people buying decks that have pop culture on them and this is completely fine but only if you know how to read prior, which is going to make it so hard for you to learn. Secondly, understand that it's not like mm, social media makes it seem sometimes, like TikTok especially. I've seen a lot of people doing spirit guide readings or spirit readings, and sometimes you might get tricksters that will call them that come through and pretend to be that family member or that spirit guide of yours and just unleash hell on you. Your spirit guides will never talk down to you. Your spirits would never talk down to you. So before you try to communicate with the other side, maybe let a few years pass, or if you're in need of that, go to someone that knows. And lastly, understand that it's a big journey. I started reading when I was about 14, 24 now, and I'm still learning. I'll never stop learning. There's a lot a lot of things to learn. A lot of decks, if you're into that. But 
even with tarot like you need to learn how to trust your intuition because if you don't you're not gonna have an actual good reading and i would recommend don't ask your deck for the same question over and over and over again your deck said what it said that's it grab it after a week two weeks and um always cleanse it knock on it three times pass it through smoke put it some crystals on it just you know so the energy from the previous reading is not present so i was just noticing how you were referring to your deck um i i haven't heard about this um would you say that your deck is like a living vessel like it's it's not just cards like it's not like it's, it's kind of its own person almost it, it has like its own identity see there's a lot of uh, opinions on that i was in of one opinion and then growing up i kind of like took another growing up i thought exactly what you said that it's um it's a magic tool you know but the magic is not in the cards it's in the reader basically like i said before at the start when you asked me what is tarot tarot is a tool so Think of it as a telephone. You know, you can't do much with a telephone if you don't have someone else on the other side. You whether know, that is you leaving a message or whether that is a spirit communicating through that deck. That's that's a fresh take if I've ever heard one on tarot. Like, uh, I've no, I haven't really thought about it in such a way. Um, like I said, like the magic's within you and. It, it makes the most sense because I was like, the choice is up to you. The magic's within you. You know, um, we all have things that we possess um, to hone our gift and to share it with other people. So the cards are the instrument in this case. Yeah, 100%. And it's it's not just tarot cards. There's so many things. Like I recently bought a pendulum if you know what they are. And I had a friend that came to me and wanted to communicate with the relative that had passed. And I said, oh, I might throw in a pendulum session just for you. And while I was doing her cards and her pendulum session, I had a name in my mind that I've never heard before. And I told her, I said, look, it's not what your person said, but I've been thinking about that name and I thought it might mean something to you. And she asked around her family and she told me that that name is the name of the doctor that took care of that person before they died. Wow. And I was shocked because I've never, I, I don't really do it for other people with pendulums or any other case. I mainly do cards and I was just shocked. I was like, okay, amazing. And so many people turn a blind eye to it as well. Like just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. That's amazing. I and I'm learning so much right now. Like I I didn't know there were more more tools to Terra than just a table, cards, and a reader. You know that's because that's that's the only thing you ever see. Going back to the pop culture media reference, it's always dim lighting, a person, a deck of cards. That's it. Yes, or like a crystal sphere. Yes. And that's like another myth right there is like, like all psychics just do everything. Like if you do one thing, you do everything. 
which no, I, I don't think we, there's there's a lot of players there's clairvoyance which is seeing clearly seeing pictures and visions there's clairaudience which is hearing there is feeling there is tasting there is smelling there is knowing I, I haven't met someone that has everything. I get messages in my dreams and sometimes I just know something before someone says it or I hear it in the back of my head like that name. But I've never smelled like, for example, some people smell um, tobacco if their loved one used to smoke tobacco. Or they taste something, something bitter, something sour about a situation. I've never experienced that. I think I have heard of like the taste or or like it was it people remembering things in color so like there are a lot of mysterious phenomena that like people possess um that are in tune with their senses their senses yes 100 i think you have to be very open to receiving them because obviously when you're young you might get scared you might get very scared well yeah it's because like you don't know and when other people don't know, like I said, they always try to like protect you or like tell you to like restrict that part of you because it's unknown and dangerous or a no no. I just I just have to you know for people that are into that and wanting to communicate, just be careful, be very safe, cleanse your space, cleanse yourself, put some clear boundaries. You know, nothing comes past unless I let it. Because then you might end up with something you don't know how to work with, something bad. And that's what my mom always have told me since I was a child. She was like, you can do anything you want, just don't ever, ever touch a Ouija board. Ever. Because you don't know who you're letting in. Exactly. And she struck and she's like, never again. I was like, I, pop culture has done this. They've definitely uh, dissuaded me enough to be like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to use a board. I'm, I'm okay. See, that's true though. There's a lot of people that see that and like, oh, it's not true. Not going to happen. Oh, it's okay. Nothing bad going to come in. If they do it, I can do it. And then they go and buy one. So, yeah. I mean, you, I feel like you can't believe that like anything is possible and then be like, well, like th nothing's going to happen if I use this Ouija board or if I, I, I practice something that I'm not knowledge about, knowledgeable about. I was like, that's a direct comp contradiction to your idea. Your idea, if anything is possible, something might respond on this board. Yeah, and that's and, something. And thing, like you say, it might respond. It really ticks me when I see psychics and mediums and people wanting to communicate with spirits, but they don't honor that spirit. I can't just sit here and be like. Mm. For example, like you have an uncle that's passed and his name is Tony. I can be like, hey, Tony, I want to speak with you. That's so disrespectful. You need to leave them something. You need to leave them a beer, a wine, some food, a candle. Yeah. And you can't interrupt the dead like that. It's not good. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about as um, like equal exchange and like, like your relationships. Like you wanted to speak to somebody who's already done their time and they are trying to rest. If you're gonna like, if I wake somebody up in the middle of the night or like early in the morning, you best believe I'm like bringing them a coffee or something to be like, hey, sorry, I know you're asleep. So why yeah, not? But do I this? Need yeah. You're kind of talking about how the difference between Greek uh, readings and 
like other tarot readings are there are there multiple types of like readings that you guys do um is it all just like regional based or is some like time based like i don't i don't know like just are you talking just in greece uh would well, just in general, like I know at least because I know a little bit more about astrology than I do tarot, is you have like people who just do like natal charts, but then you have those who do like historical like astrology. So like they they span a wider area. So is there variety within um, the tarot reading world? To be fair, I don't have a lot of experience with other people from Greece because, like I said, it was a very close thing in my family. Yeah. We're using um, mainly one deck the Greek Turkish one. Mm-hmm. Um, my auntie, I knew had a Persian one that she got from someone that passed away. And it's, um, you know, like it's got gold edges, like actual gold edges. Very, very old. But she's, I haven't seen her read for that one. I think it's just a gift. That she yeah. doesn't want to touch. And the person I go to for my readings, she uses a right away based um, as far as the readings, when you get that deck, the Greek and Turkish one with the book, it has the classic uh, cross spread, the Celtic cross, mm-hmm. and it's also got the big reading that I offer in my Etsy, uh, which is basically more about when you want to know more details about past and future. I wouldn't use it for guidance. Okay. It's mainly like a general not about a specific thing. Uh, they do a lot of coffee readings, like I said before. Um, I've definitely had people doing spell work, but I don't really trust that they actually people doing it. You know, it's probably a scam. Um, yeah, and here I haven't met a lot of people that do uh, spiritual practices and everything. A lot of my friends are Muslim or Christians or atheists, but yeah, mainly the writer Derek Wade as well here. And that was going to lead into my next question is, since you've moved, have you found another community or a larger community to be a part of for that, like, and that also uh, practices like you and your family does? I'm a very, very young close person, very introverted in real life, if it's not one-to-one. And I've had, and I still have very good friends from my childhood in Greece. I have friends here from high school, but we all have our own lives, if that makes sense. We don't really see each other much. Yeah. um, It was very hard for me to even find a person that accepts this and believes it and supports me through everything like my friends did and I was very very lucky to to find a person that would stand with me as a partner and as a friend as well because my boyfriend is super supportive of everything he just pushes me to do better he comes to me for readings if he has to ask something and just I think that's that's my community just me and that person and obviously my family because I still have some of my family and, you know, my mom is into that as well. She comes to me. I, I go to her. And I think I have everything. I don't need many people. Because sometimes it can get a bit too much. 
too much drama, too many different opinions, and there's a lot of people trying to gatekeep mm. everything like this. I recently saw someone on TikTok, I think, saying, um, you know, tarot, tarot cards should only be allowed to Romanis. It's a close practice. And I'm like, wait a second. The person that actually, like, drew these cards was an African-American woman. How do you relate them to Romani people just because we read so much and everything? Like a lot of gatekeeping. So I mean, they're in, they're in every industry. Um, but I was thinking it's so funny um, because everybody's supposed to be so proud in their culture, but when people try to share that culture with other people, they're like. Well, you don't really have the right to like learn this or like once you learn it, you can learn about it, but not use it or practice it. And I was like, what? I was like, why, why show me how to, to make popcorn if you're never going to let me actually like pop popcorn or something, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. As long as you're respectful and like I said, don't try to scam people and, you know, being respectful of the culture and what comes with it and understanding that culture struggles. That's fine by me. But if you're just doing it because it's cool, and, and then no, don't do it. Like, you're just a bad thing for us. Just bring us a bad name. Yeah. Like I said, like, even if you're somebody like me who, like, just has an interest, like I said, go, just go to somebody and get the guidance. Don't appropriate, you know, their lifestyle. Yeah for the trend you know so many people like do it for like instagram or like tiktok or whatever you know they like oh the things i've seen on tiktok because i i was against it and then my sister was like make one for your business always 13 years old she's extremely smart she helps me with my videos because kids these days are so much better in technology than we are i mean they spend and so much more time on it like I uh, it's so funny um because people have been urging me to use tiktok but i was like i've, I've just refused and they're like mm -hmm. they're like if you're afraid because you don't know how to use it that's okay i was like my nephew it's really good you can hire him to be your new like tiktok coordinator and i was like the day i hire a, like a 13 year old <laughs> to, to be <laughs> to be my tiktok coordinator is the day i hang it up um, Actually, that's, it's, no, it's okay, because that's what I do. Even for some of my um, art in my business, I pay my sister to do it, because she's an amazing artist. Yeah. She's used to draw and paint as well when I was um, 18, 19. And that is much better than I was at that age. She's going to go far. That's not to say that I don't support or endorse young people with amazing talents, because, I mean, we're both still fairly young. Um, yeah, but I like it's to, tried, no? Yeah, I was like, I was like, we're young, and I'm talented. Like, I do things. It's just, you know, hey, <laughs> I, I hate when people make me feel old. Like, I can't figure out how to do something. I was like, no, I'm still in. The I'm still one of the tech kids. Adding credibility and a sense of genuine passion for something to your field, like what you're doing on TikTok now, is what you need to counter all the scammers and the quote-unquote culture vultures out there. When you're talking about passion, I feel like sometimes from what I see on TikTok, you know, a lot of uh, people mistake passion for skills sometimes because, yes, you might be passionate in what you're doing and it might be working for you, but you can't go out promising people that you're going to solve their problem if you're not sure you can do it. Exactly.
I can't stand seeing those things. <laughs> and I and what I always tell people is like there are very few things in life that are definitive. I'll never give you a hundred percent answer because there there are so many things within the world that are relative or or effective by other things, you know, they they ha they are they possess the domino effect, you know, this one thing leads to this thing. So I can't just isolate it because without the origin, there is no ending, so to speak. Yes. Oh, man, I, we, we are so far off of like what we originally planned to talk about today. And she's just, she's now she's just like, like just educating me. Um, so if you guys aren't interested, A, you're crazy because this is super fascinating. She's amazing. And B, um, like, like you should be paying attention too because you never know when you're going to need a reading done or you meet somebody who, like I said, just you're learning about somebody else's culture right now in this sense too. Like there are a lot of people who this, this isn't just a job or a hobby. This is part of their identity, you know, um, yes. their beliefs. And so I'm, I'm learning about both aspects right now, I feel like. And what I would like to say to people that have maybe never gotten a reading or they're confused, I've seen a lot of tarot readers they, that just have a shop, they don't have the messages open. And for me, that's a no-no. You know, my best friend calls me a healer for the soul. So obviously, like you would talk to someone to do, you know, therapy or go to your doctor because your knee hurts. I would, I, I want people to come to me and talk to me first, like have a conversation about them, what is going on in their life, their budget, of course, like I said before, and then, you know, suggest something that they might like. I go through it with them. I don't want people to just go in my shop and buy something so I can get money. Then you miss all of the point of being helped. Right. Like, I, I feel like when people are too profit focused, um, you lose the genuineness of the, the product. Um, and the product in this sense is your spiritual well-being. Um, I was like, or their, their spiritual well-being. I was like, I never want to be so focused on making sure that I'm like rich or successful that I'm not helping the people who I'm supposed to be helping. By, by thinking that way, though, you're already successful in your life as a person. And and that's and that's true. And I guess success is another relative thing. Um, I should I guess I should say like physically like like possess such a physical abundance because like listen guys, podcasting is not a super lucrative business. Like I don't make a lot of money doing this. Um, I just genuinely love to help people, and I love to learn. You know, I was like, that's what we're put. I I feel like we're put on this earth for is to go through this journey learning and growing and sharing and helping out the person next to us. That's really true. I think that's, that's where you reach that point of self-realization when you start knowing who you are and what you want to do. And, you know, you obviously got to stay alone, big and look in and look deep and, you know, helping people is such a place. It makes you feel good. It just does. It does. It just does. I was like, that's all the compensation I really need. Anything else is just bonus. Oh, it's everything. Like, because especially in the town we live now, where you see so many people having beef and uh, so 
talking shit behind each other's backs and trying to make their partner fall down so they can get ahead. Like this space for everyone. If you're if you're loving what you're doing, you're good at what you do. This space for everyone. I I agree. Um, we have a saying over here like, there's there's room for everybody to eat at the table. Um, exactly. I was like, just because you're eating doesn't mean you're taking food out of my mouth. I was like, you know. That just means I might not have a, as big of a portion, but I'm I'm still eating. I'm still getting nourished. Yeah, but you're not eating alone. Yeah. And that's the best. And that's even more filling than the food itself sometimes, you know, is the, exactly. the company and those you share uh, that passage with. I agree a little. Well, Eva, I'm going to thank you for coming on today. Um, we are nearing the end of the show. Um, I want to be respectful of your day, your time. Um, in case you guys don't know, between like the East Coast and Australia, there is a 15 hour difference. So we've been trying yes. to like, <laughs> we've been trying to work this out. Like that's, it's, that's a huge gap. That's a huge gap. Um, but she's been amazing, like answering me at 1 a.m. Like I, I messaged her at 1 a.m. her time this morning. Um, but it was like, it was like almost noon for me. She still responded, or as soon as she got up, she responded. So, just thank you for that. Um, thank you for having me, for being so nice. Oh, of course. Um, you know, I tell people, uh, they always ask me, what do I look for in a guest? Um, a, the first thing is somebody just willing to do it. You know, I can't force anybody to do it. But B, somebody who just wants to have a genuine good time and just converse back and forth. Um, it makes it so much easier for me not having to go by a script or being put on such a tight time limit you know it's just like hey let's just talk until we were talked out and you did that for us have today. you ever had um, interviews where you know the other person just wouldn't say anything more than a few words uh luckily i like i i vet i vet i vet my guys so much that if i don't feel like we're not gonna have a good conversation Thanks for your interest, but right now it's a no. Okay. Um, That's right. Makes sense. Because there are, like, I've had a couple more people reach out, but I didn't feel like it was the right vibe, or I feel like they just wanted to use my show as, mm-hmm. like, free like free marketing for, the, like, their business. And I was yeah. like, that's not what we're about here. I was like, I was like, A, our two worlds are so different. Like, what you isn't what I, you know, isn't what I do. And to try to make it what I do wouldn't be true to who we are. And one of my sayings here is, I only do what I want to do. You know? Yeah, 100%. It's your, you know, your thing. But that's pretty bad, using it just for marketing. Yeah. They're like, so how long do I get to talk about, like, you know, my like my business or my show or whatever? And I was like, I was like, well, honestly, I was like, if you, like, wouldn't have mentioned it and just, like, said nothing, I'd probably let you, like, rant for an whole hour if you wanted to about what you do. Make your podcast then if you want to talk about your business all the time. Exactly, exactly. Um, We're all about love and community here. Um, So with that being said, we are going to go into the final, like, little question segment. Um, We have a couple questions we ask every single guest about their like relationships throughout time and then i will give you time to talk about yourself more or let the people know where they can find you (laughs) you know see i will i like i love a good shameless plug so we will definitely plug you shamelessly 
Um, Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Of course, of course. Um, like giving me friendship from like a whole different continent now. Now I can I can say I have friends in different continents, so that's a really big flex for me. <laughs> Both of us. Yeah. Um, okay, so question one. In a relationship, like what's something you look for? Like what's a really big turn on for you? Like how do you know, like, oh, this this person might be it? I didn't have that before I met my person now. Okay. I didn't, I was hearing a lot about, you should be friends with your partner. You know, you should be feeling comfortable and you should be able to do anything together. And for me, in every relationship I have, I was always thinking, how do I look? Maybe I should pose and um, position myself on somewhat different so I look more attractive to this person. I wouldn't, I was scared to say something that bothered me. And now, for me, the biggest thing is that thing I never understood. I want to have a friend next to me. I want to be able to say, hey, this thing you did bothered me and communicate about it and fix it. I want to um, laugh. You know, I want to laugh shamelessly and come back and rant and that person just listen and rant with me. If that makes sense. Like, I want, because I'm a very goofy person if I'm with my friends. Um, I've had people updated where I was doing something and they were like, oh my God, you're embarrassing me. Like, is that it? Like, oh. And yesterday I went to the supermarket with my now boyfriend to get ice cream. And we said, how about we race to the fridge like penguins, like you can't bend it. And people were just looking at us like, what are those two doing? And I'm just laughing because I don't care. Like, it's my friend. He's my best friend. That's like the cutest, most random thing ever. But I'm here for it. Um, I'm also that type of person who like, I always say, I want my next partner to be my best friend. Exactly. But like I said, I only do things I want to do. And it's like, sometimes I want to be a goofball. We do things like that. Like when I'm in a relationship, that's what, something I look forward to. So that, that totally makes sense. I feel like you should be mature in a sense, but you should never forget how to be a child. Yeah. And if that person you have next to you doesn't let you be a child, then let them go. Yourself. All right. Now the other side of that question would have to be, what's like a huge turn off for you? Like, what's a big red flag? Uh, there's a lot actually. Uh, not being polite to workers outside. You know, if you take me out for a dinner date, and you're not being nice to the waiter, I'm not going to talk to you. Yet. If you're racist, that's a massive no-no for me. Like, I'm just going to get up and leave. I'm not even going to stay there. Or People that are very upfront about sex activities at the start, like, just chill, get to know me first. You know, we're just talking for a week and we haven't even, you know, gone out for a date, date yet. Why are you trying to be like And that's something I, I get and I, we strike the balance on this because my show is like, people ask me, well, what do you do? And I tell them about my show and I was like, I like, I, I study a lot about sex. I study a lot about relationships. I study a lot about the body because I need to know things so that I can relate it to my audience. And so like, I'm also understanding myself, but at the same time, I like, like you said, like before you really get to know the person, I don't think you should be so too forward. You know, I was like, if question one is hi, how you're doing? And question two is, so like, when can we like hook up? I was like, 
that's a huge jump that's not related. Like, there are definitely I mean, like, multiple steps between that. If you're both looking just for something of, you know, to have fun, that's fine. Yeah. But if you, you don't know specifically that the other person wants this as well, then... Exactly. Communication, we talk about it every week, guys. It's not going anywhere. It's a staple of any healthy relationship. You have to communicate, but you also have to be aware of timing when you communicate. Yes. Um, question three, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about like dating, what would that be? Uh, it be don't settle definitely. And don't make, don't do favors for other people because that's held me back a lot because I was feeling sorry for someone I was dating because of the um mental health that was fine but he was projecting that so i would feel sorry for him so i wouldn't leave and i was being treated i would just say you know take the time that i actually took to be by yourself and know what you want and don't ever 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 settle don't okay i was like you're not buying a house i mean this like your life isn't buying a house or at an auction you don't settle for anything always mm -hmm. Always strive to grow, keep growing and want more. Not more in the sense of like materials, in my opinion, but just more in the sense that you want to continue to enrich your life with quality people and experiences. Plus, date yourself. You know, take yourself out. 100%. I'm, I'm the sexiest guy I know, so. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if COVID wasn't a thing right now, where would be an uh, what would be an ideal date that you would go on? Uh, so actually, COVID is a bit better here. Oh, is it? But yeah, it is. But for me, I I will answer that um, like myself, but a year ago when we went lockdown still, if you like. Yeah, no, like you can do I it today. Like to go out uh, for dinner because uh, when I got with my boyfriend. Most of our dates were eating chicken wings in the car. And now we're joking about it. Like, in 20 years, we're going to be like, oh, you have your anniversary of 20 years coming up. Anything special? Yeah, we're just going to eat KFC in the car. Because that's like our thing. Listen, but, that was um, a big debate to... last year if car, like, car dinner dates were real dates. And I think they are. They are 100%. I love them. I wouldn't change them for the world. <laughs> but definitely answer is going out for dinner because I love eating, I love the food, I love seeing the presentation and the plate, just, it's my great blood. It's my second joy, I get it wholeheartedly. Um, yes. And then our last question would be, what's one thing that you think you need to work on um, to be a better partner? Mm, that's a hard question because there's a lot of communication in the relationship I'm in right now. And I always, you know, try to ask with my ways, am I doing enough? Do you want me to do anything else for you? Um, and something I've been working on for the past year is that you, some people teach you when you're growing up to listen so you can answer, but not really to listen, listen. So I feel like I've been working on not answering when my partner is telling me something that happened at work or his private life. I just listen and not talk because he's not coming to me 
for advice. He's coming to me to take everything out of his chest and, you know, take that weight away from his shoulders. So I think I need to, you know, work on that a bit more. Just keep being quiet and actively listen. That's beautiful. Um, and it's something that's taken for granted. Um, so many times, like you said, we are taught, we, we think that when somebody's talking to us, the response needs to be a response, not just to be there, you know? Um, yes. Cause sometimes just being there is enough. Yes, like I should, I should probably start asking, like, do you need advice or do you want to just be in here? I mean, down in the description, we're gonna ask you to just go follow her, go follow me, go follow both of us for more content um, and to keep learning, keep growing. Um, don't forget this year, our motto is reduce, reuse, recycle, okay? Um, just take that into consideration when going back and glancing over this episode. Don't forget to leave a like, a comment, review. Uh, those help. I don't get paid for those. They just help other people who might be having the same questions or need the same guidance you do find us. Um, and I'll see all you beautiful people next Thursday. Well... Thank you for answering all my questions. Now I'm going to give you some time to just talk about you, talking about your business, talk about whatever you want to. First of all, thank you again so much for having me. I did. I was a bit nervous before we started, to be fair. Like, didn't know what to expect, but I loved it. Every single minute of it went so fast. And yeah, I don't have to say too much, actually. I think we talked about my business throughout the thing, but I offer readings and everything. I do have a few up on my Etsy shop. Um, I go by the Gypsy Reader on all my social media and Etsy shop, Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy and Twitter that I made about a week ago. Um, but I would definitely recommend people messaging me first and I can make custom spreads for you for something you need. And even if people have questions or want to talk about spirituality, I'd love to do that. I love to find people that want to talk about those things. So, yeah, I'm always on my phone. If I don't apply to you, maybe I'm sleeping due to the time difference, but yeah, that's it. Um, guys, you've been here with me, so I don't have to tell you, but she's such a genuine person. She's so easy to talk to. She's easy to listen to. Um, and she cares about you and her craft. So like I said, take her up on her offer to message her if you have any questions about getting a reading or the practice, because I, she seems like she's here to educate and assist. So I will be sure to leave all of her links.